Hi, welcome to the Shabby in Man podcast. We're partners, parents, broadcasters, podcasters and everything else in between. And I think we were just saying how we are struggling to find middle ground here in terms of you being laid back and soft spoken. I speak very fast, I'm very loud and so many episodes on do you think we've been able to find a, a comfortable middle ground I think it's you know we've gone back to using the phone yes and there's a little microphone on the on on this iPhone yes so um, I I try to go as close to it as I can no. and you try to stay it's as far as you can it's not about being far away from the phone or being close to the phone that's your personality you are chilled out you're laid back you're soft spoken but I I feel I'm not. <laughs> I, f- I feel nowadays you know I speak really hype and fast to match up with you yeah but, uh, maybe I should maybe I should go back to my old style. You should go back to your own style. Um, let's talk about let's talk about. Oh, we Durga have something Puja to talk first. about. We have something to talk about. Let's talk about Durga Puja because this has just been the end of the ten days of Durga Puja, Navratri for many. And um, we. Can you, by the way, can you hear me? I'm sipping my lemon tea. I can. Are you Are you talking to our listeners? Are you talking to me? Of course, I can. I can not just hear you. I can see you as well. Um, but we were good talking point, about good point. speaking about eating and drinking over the festive period. Doesn't it annoy you people who keep interrupting you? Uh, it does, uh, but I've, I take it in my stride and I soldier on nonetheless. So we were talking about food and drink um, and cultural habits. There was a huge hue and cry um, recently in India over a video that my sister made. Right? Oh my yes. Sister's, sister's quite the pop star there, but besides that, she's associated with a with a very famous brand, and she does a Durga Puja song every year, right, as part of her character, which is Bengali auntie. And she was seen serving her screen husband in the ad. You know, lots of delicacies like chicken, fish, meat, all of that. Um, yeah, I've seen the ad actually. You've seen see, yeah. seen the video, right? Yeah. And people people said, how is it that Bengalis uh, eat non-vegetarian food when the rest of the India is supposed to have gone veg over over for Navratris? For Navratri. And that's that's what makes India such a diverse and beautiful country because every community has its own rituals and customs. You know, I read this amazing fact um, years ago, probably. But seventy percent hmm. of India hmm. is non-veg. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of the perception people have. People right? here think everyone is vegetarian. Is vegetarian. Though, yeah. Exactly. And we as Bengalis, now you're Punjabi, I'm Bengali, so the difference is quite stark. And I think we've uh, we've established that there are certain rituals that uh, that are de rigueur, as it were, for us. But it's frowned upon by the Punjabi community. But for did us, you, non-vegetarian... Did you, did, you, did you just say something in French? I did. For us... Uh, non-vegetarian food has always been a part of our celebrations. It's not that you have to give up non-veg food because you're fasting for Navratri or um, or you're you know celebrating a cultural uh, a cultural festival. Um, it's it's not such a big deal. So it's again one of those things which is done differently in different parts of the country, right? Um, we were also planning to talk about something else that you, you must, and I... You must put your sister's uh, video up then on your social media. So I people think can I see must, it, so yeah? people can see it and decide for themselves. The other thing we got talking well, about... Well, no, one thing is that uh, Durga Puja, the whole controversy in the video was the fact that... Uh, Non-vegetarian we, uh, we like to eat meat. Yeah. Uh, Punjabis like to eat meat anyway, but in Navratri we don't eat you meat. Don't it's, eat like, meat. it's like a you sacrifice. Give you know? up alcohol, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, you guys like to eat meat. We uh, like to eat meat because you know, as my mom was explaining, that Durga Puja for us is a goddess Durga visiting uh, her Maika, huh? her Maike, the planet Earth, with her children over these nine, ten days. And you would serve her the best of the best, anything that you would have at your own table for your for your most esteemed guests, all that and more for the goddess. So that's kind of our thinking. But um, let's talk about the other thing that we we noticed the other day. I was doing a story on Kangana Ranaut and Manikarnika, right? Oh, 
the movie hasn't come out yet. The it? movie hasn't come out yet. It's yeah. much talked about because it is, it is going to be the Bollywood biopic of the Rani of Jhansi, Lakshmi Bai. And that we started chatting about how in the old days or when we were growing up, learning poems off by heart was quite the dumb thing. You know, I'm right? sure it still happens now. We're just not aware of Our it. Our kids just don't do it, right? They've never come back and said, oh, this is a poem that we need, le- we're learning and we need to know this off by heart. They've never done this, right? Not that we know of, no. Not that we know of. So I was talking about this the other day on my radio show and it all came back to me because the Rani of Jhansi, Lakshmi Bai's, whole life has been summed up so beautifully by one of Hindi literature's finest poets, Subhadra Kumari Chauhan. It's called the Jhansi Ki Rani uh, is the name of the, is the poem. And I remembered the first few verses off by heart like that. Do you want to you hear still, it? Yeah. Did, do you, did you remember learning it? Because you went to school in, you went to boarding school in India. So I did. Do you did. remember? I, did you miss I, it? I said, Exactly. I learned them all. I did. But you so this but was, I don't remember anything now. That's why I'm uh, dithering. Yeah. So this one was Singhasan Hill Uthe Raj Vanshone Bhrukuti Tani Thi Poorhe Bharat Me Bhi Aai Phir Se Nai Javani Thi Gumi Hui Azadi Ki Kiemat Sabne Pehchani Thi Dur Firangi Ko Karne Ki Sabne Man Me Thani Thi Chamak Uthi Sansatta Van Me Vo Talwar Purani Thi Bunde Lehar Bolo Ke Mu Hamne Suni Kahani Thi Khub Ladi Mardani in 22 verses, that's just one verse. You knew them all. 22 verses. So, Badra Kumari Johan outlined the whole life story of this queen so beautifully. And poetry, I feel, when, when it gets it right, is far more moving than prose can ever be. You know, there's an English poem very similar to this. Not that I want to recite it because I can't remember it, but I think Lord Tennyson did um, Charge of the Light Brigade. Hmm which is the same, I think it was the Crimean War. Mm. And he talked about, um, you know, the general was Lord Cardigan. Lord Cardigan. Which is, uh, no, Cardigan, Cardigan, yeah. yeah. His waistcoat later became known as the Cardigan, mm. I think. In fact, there's so many, right? Like people, you were saying that if, and um, and uh, daffodils and tiger, tiger burning bright. And there's so many poems. That daffodils, I, I actually do remember a bit. I mean, everyone remembers the first few lines, isn't it? I wandered lonely on a cloud mm. that floats on high over the vales and the hills mm. when all of uh, well, all at once, I think, I saw a cloud. See, you've forgotten it. Almost. And a host of daffodils, something like that. Mm. A host of golden daffodils. Mm. I can't remember, actually. The irony is, my mum and dad, I'm actually, I grew up surrounded by poetry because my mum and dad are both students of literature. They love poetry. And, and in their library, they've got all the classic uh, poets. And I'm sure my mum and dad, between the two of them, they can they can recite at least half a dozen poems off by heart, even to this day, with their eyes closed. And so we were talking about how times have changed, right? I mean, our kids know virtually every single lyric to all the songs that they hear. You ask them to recite Drake or or who, who else? Uh, You're stuck on Drake. Uh, I'm you? stuck on Drake. Uh, anybody else, you know, Maroon 5 is, I know it's not a man, it's a group, but uh, they'll, they'll, they'll know it off my heart, but not so much uh, when it comes to poetry. Well, we were the same. Right? We knew all our pop songs in the old days. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel sad that you know it, and it was this film. It was the fact that Mani Karnika is based on the life of the Rani of Jhansi, and I was thinking. Actually, I remember when your mum um, and dad came to visit recently. We took them to um, um, right near us is a place called Hampstead, where Keats and all yeah. used to live. All the romantic poets, yeah, you know, Byron, romantic, Shelley, they all Keats. lived very close to each other. So you've got so these we went on that walk on all yeah. the all the um, uh, houses. And one of the houses said Mahatma Gandhi. 
Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi, yeah. And uh, sorry, and Ravindranath Tagore also. Yeah. And the famous How one, people which Hampstead, was once yeah? Samuel Coolridge's house. Yeah, that one uh, we is know. now Kate Moss's house. Yeah, is it Kate Moss's house? It it's is. It's yeah. Kate Moss's house now. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's. Oh, it's, it's Jude Law's house. I can't remember. No, Jude Law is two doors down, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, you know, you know your Highgate as well. I do you? know my Highgate and Hampstead. It's I kind of grew up there, history, you know. Yeah. Seeped in history, of course. Now, of course, there's been another development since we last did this podcast. There's a baby in the Sahi family, right? Well, you know, we're very erratic with our podcast. This yes. is what, after 10 days? Yeah, this? probably, yeah. You're counting, I'm not. But, uh, so we've become uncle and auntie, Tayaji and Taiji one Again, more time, which, yeah. is, which is absolutely delightful. And, you know, cuddling a little baby in the hospital, it brought back all the memories of not just us having our two kids. Who are quite old now. Who are quite old now. 13 and 11? 13 and 11. Nearly 14, 14. Yeah, it reminds you how hard it is for young parents, right? When you look back on it, we look back on childhood, our own childhood, our kids' childhood with rose-tinted glasses and say, oh, it's so lovely, you know. Remember this milestone, the first time they walked, the first time this controversy with Daniel Craig. I I, I learned a new word today. Which is? All those years when I had that thing around my neck. I didn't know. The baby beyond. I didn't know it was called a papoose. (laughs) Are you sure? Sure, it's called the papoose. Yeah, it's all over the news. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so silly. But yeah, so having a baby it's, in the it's house. Sa- it sounds like a mixture between a mongoose and a porcupine. <laughs> and a goose. <laughs> but it's, you know, having a baby in the house, it just reminds you that raising kids, raising a family is hard work. You know, I, and it's, it's so wonderful to have a baby in the house who you can cuddle and love and play with and then give back to their parents and not be responsible for their well-being because that's too yeah, that, much of a responsibility. That's a terrible thing to say, but I think everyone feels that way, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, because you have to do that with your own children anyway, yeah. right? Because raising kids is a serious responsibility and it's something we don't think about. And this ties in, I think, with what we reflected on in our last podcast, which was mental health, which was, you know, I was talking about postpartum depression, that how people equate postpartum depression with women alone that you've carried a child for nine months and then you have to look you are irresponsible for their physical and their emotional well-being not enough is being said about how it affects new dads that you know even they feel the pressure that suddenly there's this new person who's looking up to them for everything and uh, amongst men it's quite common did you feel that way when our kids came along or you you happily went off to the pub and had a a few rounds and came back saying right give me when they're fed and watered (laughs) yeah i can't remember (laughs) no i think you were a fairly hands-on dad i think i'd like to think but of course now with i just told you i had a papoose what more do you want (laughs) (laughs) now with that was more a fashion statement for you probably but now with 11 and 13 almost 14 year olds it's a different thing right my 11 year old uh, he said to me the other day he said mom you know he showed me a joke which he thought was the funniest joke he'd read because he's now doing algebra at school yet he said dear algebra stop asking me about your ex because she's not coming back and don't ask me why so I was just a bit curious. I said, what do you think an ex is in this context? He said, oh, ex means an old girlfriend who you've divorced. Isn't he right? <laughs> well, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget we are on all your usual platforms, which is Google, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher and more. And all, many, many more, actually. Many, just many don't more. know. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with uh, lots more to talk about. Everything that we find interesting and exciting. And it is a festive time of year. So whatever you're celebrating, whatever your rituals, whether or not you're eating veg or non-veg food. Uh, uh, but that just reminds me one more thing. You know, in India, veg and non-veg is how you describe jokes as well. That right. joke is very non-veg. <laughs> Anything which is rude is non-veg. Whatever you, we're not going to judge you whether you're into veg or non-veg food or jokes. Uh, enjoy it and have a great time. Till next time, cheerio now. Bye-bye.